Hey, York Alliance. Welcome back to the York Alliance Daily for Tuesday, September 26th. Hope you're doing well today as we journey together toward Jesus. Uh, I'm actually recording this a day early because uh, the 26th of September marks the 2023 Eastern Pennsylvania District of the Christian Missionary Alliance Business Conference. Doesn't that sound exciting. So uh, all of us uh, who are licensed and ordained workers at the staff level are hopping in vehicles and driving to Scranton, Pennsylvania today to uh, go through a long session of business where we uh, work through things like uh, budget and uh, voting structures and policies and all kinds of really fun stuff. On the bright side, it's a one-day thing. We uh, do it once, and then uh, we actually have about a month and a half off before we do the Vision Conference, and the Vision Conference is actually really fun. We get to uh, uh, hang out together with people in the district who are also seeking to pursue Jesus and uh, seeking to uh, lead churches that further the kingdom uh, under the banner of the Christian Missionary Alliance, and uh, we get to grow together and worship together and pray together. It's really, really fun. But the trade-off for that is that we have one day where we have to do all of the business and we just have to suffer through it. And so anyway, that's happening today. And so uh, if you try to get a hold of somebody at the staff level, uh, you're going to find that almost all of us are out of town. The office is still open and uh, Belinda and Ree are uh, still there kind of making things happen. But um, there's, uh, there, there's going to be a gap today until we get back uh, later tonight. So uh, we are in the middle of this story conversation, uh, working with this, uh, this story tool. And um, Jonas has been referencing uh, these tools that we're uh, talking about that, that may be uh, unusual or confusing language. So let me try to explain a little bit about that. And then let's talk a little bit about uh, my story and the way that that uh, impacts your story. So first of all, tools. Um, we have, uh, we, we've been establishing practices as a part of the way that we form, uh, form or the, that we intentionally enter into spiritual formation as we change to be like Jesus. So when we talk about the change process, practices are one of those things within the change process. Well, one of the things that we've sought to do as a staff is identify some of the core practices, most important practices, and uh, develop some graphics and some simple tools that reflect those practices. So when you look at, for instance, uh, what will be the uh, Preaching the Gospel practice series that's going to come out uh, next week as we launch into this new series, it's going to be, I don't know, maybe it's going to be like 20 pages long. It's going to be all kinds of information good stuff on practicing the gospel. But that good stuff can be a little bit overwhelming and uh, is is really not suited well for, uh, for instance, third graders. You know, it's just not, it's not developed that way. And so what we want to do is for these core practices, including telling your story, we want to develop simple tools that kids can use, teenagers can use, young adults can use, adults can use, seniors can use. We can all use the same tool in a way that would help us at a base level be able to engage the practice, even though we're not maybe fully engaging the practice, or at least as fully as we could be um, when we dig further in using the practice guide or other things. And so when you hear us talk about tools, that's what we're talking about. Some of them, uh, you're going to see very specific tools like you did with the, uh, the story guide. For some, we may say, I'm not sure that the tool is as helpful for us at the whole church level. 
but um, it at least gives kind of a, a starting point. And so this is what it looks like, but this is what the kids will be using and the teens will be using, et cetera. So that's really uh, where we're at as it relates to the tools. Uh, the story tool that we're working our way through is learning to tell God's story and our story in a simple way. And I said yesterday as part of the podcast that um, Jonas's story is one of those clear stories where you can see the before Jesus, the meeting Jesus, the after Jesus in a way that's really, really clear. But many of us who grew up in church struggle to tell our story in the same way. And yet, as I talked about yesterday, it's vitally important that we learn to tell our story. And so uh, if you didn't listen to yesterday's podcast, I'd encourage you to go back and listen to that first because that is going to be really important for you to uh, really get the motivation behind what I want to talk about today. And so what all I want to do today is I want to tell you my story as it relates to this four-part process, which is very different than Jonas's story and um, maybe very different than your story. But as you hear different stories kind of built around this process, um, hopefully it starts to make a little bit more sense to you. So um, when I was a little kid, I always had a, an innate curiosity about stuff. Um, I, was the, I was that kid who in, uh, in younger elementary school was reading all kinds of like really wonky stuff. I was doing reports on the Civil War when I didn't even have a report due. I was just doing it for fun. I was one of those kids who was just uh, digging into a variety of different things as it relates to things like history and uh, the way the world works, culture, and uh, some of the political things that were happening in the day. Um, I I, uh, was part of a... um, uh, a presentation, I think it was maybe in fourth grade or fifth grade, like most outstanding fifth grader or something crazy like that. And we had to give speeches in front of the school. And so the people who were um, nominated with me were giving speeches on things like uh, friendship and being a good student. Well, I, <laughs> it's funny to talk about. I gave a, 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 a speech on Star Wars, and I don't mean the movie Star Wars. I mean the um, the the uh, initiative that the Reagan White House was moving through for a missile defense system against a, a Soviet nuclear attack. Literally gave a speech to our elementary school about that. That's, that's, that gives you enough of a window into me. <laughs> that's kind of where I was. But that was the way God made me. And there were some things about that that were great. There were some things about that that were not as great. But I also figured out as I got uh, a little older that there were some bad things about me. There were some things where I uh, recognized that I didn't always do the things I wanted to do. In fact, um, as I started to understand more and more about God, I I grew up uh, going to church and having a sense of who God was. Uh, What I really got out of that sense was that I didn't measure up. That I, um, I, I wasn't always honest. I was uh, prideful. I uh, found as an early teenager the struggle with lust was very, very uh, difficult for me. It seemed maybe more difficult than most of the people that I interacted with. And uh, there, there was a sense of just um, uh, of being out of sync with uh, who I was created to be. And uh, over the course of that time, I really wrestled with, is there really a God? And if there is, what does he have to say about uh, my journey? 
And so through time, I recognized that uh, the message of Jesus was the heart of what I was looking for, but I had never heard the message of Jesus really clearly laid out and certainly not clearly lived. And it wasn't really until high school and then into college that I saw models of people who were uh, taking Jesus seriously. They were taking his teachings seriously. They were taking uh, his uh, work on the cross seriously. And uh, they were living into uh, this way of, of following him. And it was, it was really beautiful because what I recognized was not that they were perfect. They were far from perfect, uh, just like I was. But they had hope and they had joy in a very different way than I did. And so over the course of a several-year period, I couldn't give you a, a specific point in time, but over the course of a several-year period, I really investigated. I asked a lot of questions because of the way I'm wired. I'm a natural skeptic, and so there were a lot of questions I needed to ask. But as I asked more and more questions, I got to the place of, of really believing that Jesus not only was who he said he was, but he was inviting us into a new way of life. And so I stepped into that new way of life sometime during my college years. And uh, after college, Amanda and I got married. We moved to York, Pennsylvania. I came to York Alliance Church, and I started to hear the gospel being taught. I started to hear the Bible um, being spoken of, not just as a mysterious book, but as something that was real. And there was an invitation into the work that Jesus was doing. I'd never heard that before. But mission for the first time in my life was something that was a real thing. Like I was invited not just to um, myself be a better person, but I was invited to help others follow after Jesus. And I was invited to this, this bigger call into a, um, a, a kingdom that's unfolding, that, um, that, that the work of God was so much bigger than my individual life. And so uh, since then, I've really stepped into that. And for me, that's uh, resulted in vocational ministry, it resulted in me leaving the marketplace and coming into church leadership. But I can say with a lot of confidence that whether or not I had left the marketplace, whether or not God had called me in that way, I would have stepped into the role that he's called me into to be part of his restoring work in the world around us. That um, Whether I'm interacting with my neighbors, whether I'm uh, doing uh, mentoring of uh, teenagers, whether I'm working with people um, who are far from God or really near to him and wanting to draw close to him, I feel this sense of being invited into the larger work that he's invited me into. And so that's my story. Uh, that gives you a little bit of a sense of the way a story is structured. Uh, your story may be very different than that, or it may be very similar. And of course, there's lots more details that I might throw in depending on the person I'm talking with. But uh, for today, it gives you a sense of my story and uh, what it looks like for you to step into your story as well. And so may the grace and peace of Jesus be yours. May you sense his spirit within you, uh, transforming you from the inside out and flowing from you to a waiting and watching world. Have a great rest of today. Um, we will be back from Scranton, Pennsylvania, God willing, uh, later this evening and uh, back with you again on Wednesday. Grace and peace to you.